0: Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried, the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and lived to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedunavanacupuncture.com. Hey, fried fans, my previous coach and now friend Deepchika Saraim and I were chatting the other day about integrity within the coaching business. This is a really hard topic right from the get-go because coaching isn't really regulated. I use the word coach here and there for myself, and I apprenticed with someone for a few years to learn the trade, but I don't have a certificate. I'm also not a therapist, and my views on mental and emotional health are heavily influenced by my 15-year career in Chinese medicine as a licensed acupuncturist. Just as an aside, to become a licensed acupuncturist in the US, you need a master's degree. So I have a decent amount of education, but I don't have a coaching certificate or, um, or I'm not a counselor or a therapist, which I mention a lot <laughs> with my clients. <laughs> Chinese medicine has this huge library of information on how your emotional world and physical world influence each other. I find the system to be more complete than most that say there is an emotional component to every physical issue. So people are really looking for clues as to why your head hurts and how that has to do with an issue that you're having during your day. But Chinese medicine instead simply notes that emotions can affect the body and the physical body can affect the emotions. It's a two-way street. You can become depressed because you're injured and unable to really engage with life. That happened to me. My Achilles rupture didn't happen because of a deep-seated emotional trauma. I've exercised the shit out of my body in extreme ways for years, and I simply wore it out. Then it tore, and I spent four months in bed that made me depressed. Now, during that time, I could have and did look at reasons, what that could represent in my life, what that could mean in my life on a spiritual level, but I also understood that there was just a simply large physical component to what I was experiencing. The point of all this being, I have a lot of knowledge in the world of emotions and health, but that doesn't make me a therapist or a counselor. If someone is a certified coach, they're also not a therapist or a counselor. So, Deepshika and I were chatting about coaches and the current focus on trauma relief, which is really important to me. We talk about trauma a lot with burnout because they are very, very closely linked. But just because they are closely linked, that does not make me a trauma informed therapist, right? So, Deepshika and I were talking about this, and we've both seen some instances where old traumatic events were brought out by a coach or someone else with not enough training in any sort of therapy or minimal training in a body-based therapy that led someone in their group program or their one-on-one programs to a breakdown because the coach, guide, body worker, whoever they happen to be, didn't have the tools available to really support what was happening when they sort of created a scenario where someone could relive their trauma. Now, all of the work that I do does not focus on reliving any sort of trauma. We don't need to go into what happened. We don't need to talk about it. That's not my job. That's not what I do. And that's really clear for me and my clients. My clients are free to talk about whatever they choose. However, I'm not going to give advice on trauma. I'm going to bring it back to the way Chinese medicine views the body, the things that I really know how to do, and the things that really are clear to me. And when it is outside of that, when we find ourselves in a space outside of that, I will recommend that they go see someone else. A lot of my coaching clients also have therapists at the same time, and I think that this is a good thing. Now, just because someone is a therapist doesn't mean they have the tools available either. There are loads of therapists that aren't trauma-informed. And so if you have some trauma to work through and you need a therapist, look for the language trauma-informed on their qualifications. Because trauma, there's two different ways that people can say things, right? They can say that they're trauma-sensitive or they're trauma-informed. Trauma-informed means that they have actual training- in how to deal with whatever comes up when you're dealing with trauma. So that's really important. Trauma sensitive means that they are aware and will use certain words and ideas to make you as comfortable as possible. Basically, people that are trauma sensitive are trained in creating a safe space where you're free to say, hey, listen, you just use this word. That's not how I identify or things like this so that... So that they are aware of how to create a safe space. So those two things are very different. If someone says that they are trauma informed, it is okay to ask them which course they finished because it is actually like something extra that needs to be done. So within all of this, the question came up. As coaches, as people that work in a, in a coaching space, what can we do? within our own businesses to ensure that we are keeping people safe and that we aren't taking on clients that need different support than we offer. And, you know, I, I work with burnout D works with growing your business, scaling your business. And we decided it boils down to integrity. You know, do you feel safe enough in your business to turn people away that are willing to hire you because you know that they need different care than what you offer? I'm going to read that question again. Do you feel safe enough in your business to turn people away that are willing to hire you because you know they need different care than what you offer? Or are you taking everyone that comes to you because you simply need the income? Within this year, I turned three people away. One of them was saying that the help he was searching for was in the realm of diet and nutrition. That's just not what I do. I have a lot of knowledge about it. Chinese medicine has a nutrition portion. I know some functional medicine nutrition work, but it's not what I love. It's not what I do. It wouldn't be fun for me. And there are people that specialize in it that will get the job done better and faster than I will. So I recommended someone else and simply said that that person is going to be able to give him all of the tools that he's actually looking for right now to get him out of this place where he feels like he's stuck. Another person, I felt like there were some trauma-related issues. She mentioned them briefly without going into much detail. And I found myself feeling a little bit nervous, right? So I was sort of stepping into a realm where I was like, "Mm, I don't really feel safe with this. I don't think I have enough knowledge and skill to deal with this situation. So that was my sign from my body to stay in my integrity, I let her know that a trauma informed therapist would be a better place for her to start and she'd make more and better progress Working with someone else rather than working with me. I also let her know that she might find that after she does that, she comes back and hires me anyway, because the work that we're going to do is different. She might find that the work she does with a trauma-informed therapist brings her to a place where she doesn't need me anymore. Either of those are totally okay. It's just about getting her to a place where the person she's going to work with is going to make the biggest impact possible in the shortest amount of time, right? That's really important. So the third wasn't in a place where financially it would have felt safe for her to make the decision. She wanted to work with me, but the money was too much. And I don't offer people services that I don't feel like they can comfortably afford because I think that financial safety is important and when we are dealing with burnout, we have to create as much safety as possible around you in every single direction. So if this is going to cause you added stress, it's not really worth it. So I recommended that she join my burnout coaching office hours. Those are free. She can ask questions. Um, I will put a link to join my newsletter, uh, to, so that you can get, um, access to those. If you're interested, they're open to anybody that is on my email list. So the only prerequisite for joining burnout coaching office hours is that you're on my email list. So that's something that she can join in for free and get some support that's, you know, not personalized, not one-on-one, but it's available. And I also sent her some info for some low-cost counseling through a company that I know out of Texas called that, that is called Peer Hopes. So, you know, I didn't leave her with nothing, and I thought that it was important that she had support. But that doesn't mean that I'm the exact right person to get her that support right now. So I gave her some options so that she could make some progress in a way that was going to feel safe and comfortable for her. So the point being is, just because someone gets on a call with you, if you are a service provider and you're listening, that doesn't mean you should sell them your services. Just because someone needs help, that doesn't mean you have to be the one to help them. Our true service is showing up fully for those we are meant to serve and releasing people that are meant to be served by others who are in better alignment with what they need. And I get it. It is scary out here as an entrepreneur, especially this past couple of years. Things have been so uncertain. You never know when somebody will book a call. You don't have a guaranteed income. You have no idea if this month you'll sign no clients, four clients, or 12. This year, I signed three clients consistently in a couple of months, and then in April, I didn't sign anybody. So you never know what's going to happen. You never know if you're going to have the income that you need to live the life the way that you want. And then you're sometimes worried that you're not good enough to do this work. So you're worried you're going to turn everyone away just because you feel nervous, and then you'll never help anyone, and that's not useful either. So it's not about, you know, feeling a moment of nervousness and saying, I'm not good enough and having imposter syndrome and saying, I can't help people. I'm not good enough. It's about knowing where your boundaries are and knowing when you really can make a big impact on somebody. And I have to pay attention really closely to what's happening in my body and my mind when I'm on a call with someone on a free call to see if we should work together. I have to really tune into what's happening in my body. And here's how it feels in my body. And here's what happens in my mind when I'm on a call with someone who I would love to work with and offer my services to, you know, like when I could just feel it and I'm like, yes, this is my person. They're saying all the things that I love. I like their personality. I think they're fun. Like this. Yes. Like I really want to do this. And if you don't know what these mind and body clues are for yourself, it's a really good idea to start building them so that you can start making great choices that are a lot in alignment with the integrity of your brain, your body, and your spirit. So this is what happens in my body and in my mind. I start to lean forward a little bit because I get a little excited. My hearing gets super tuned in. And it's like, I hear all the words they're saying and all the words they're not saying. I notice that I'm paying attention to something that in Chinese medicine, we call shen. It's also known as the sparkle in the eye. And it's a little bit deeper than that, but that's, you know, probably an entire podcast episode. So I look to their Shen, which is the, the light in their face, the sparkle in their eye, and to see when it lights up and when it dulls out. I start to really tune in to what's turning them on and what's shutting them down. I find myself wanting to give them all the information immediately. Like if I could just like, I want to just give them all the information and say, you're healed. And I know that that's not how it works. And I know that it's not useful, but it is a sign for me that I'm excited about creating a plan for someone. And I know that that plan is going to have an impact on their life and I start planning it, you know, the creation of the plan is starting in the back of my mind as we're on the call, I start thinking, okay, well, this book would probably be good for them and I should think about that and I'm gonna have to remember this. I sort of forget about the money. I kind of forget about it. It becomes really immaterial to me when I'm in that moment when I know this is the right thing. Within all of this excitement, you'd think that my nervous system would be on fire but my nervous system settles with a deep 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 knowledge that i can help this person i know i can make a difference in this life that's in front of me right now right and that that's my nervous system gets this like i kind of sigh internally so as an acupuncturist I used to love challenging cases because it gave me yet another way to quote-unquote prove myself and prove my worth. That fucking burnt me out. I am done proving myself and hitting above my weight. I know what I'm good at and what I'm not, and there's no judgment about either of those. I love referring out and connecting with other professionals in similar and even the same spaces as I work in. I've even recommended that people go to other burnout coaches because they do something a little different than I do that is likely better suited to that person right now. All this to say, there are reasons that you shouldn't hire me and reasons that you shouldn't hire everyone. If you need trauma-informed therapy, go get that. If you want nutritional guidance, I have a shit ton of recommendations of amazing people that do that. If you need to heal some ancestral lines and that's where you feel like your work needs to be done, cool, people offer that. What I'm here for is to guide you out of burnout, to help you find a place where you are engaged with your life again, where you don't hate your clients, where you don't hate the way you treat your friends and family, where a phone ringing doesn't send you off the deep end into a panic attack, where you feel like you enjoy your days, you feel natural, unforced gratitude, where you reconnect with your why, your friends, your family, and your community without feeling burdened, where you realize that prioritizing yourself is the first way that you help all of the people that are connected to you, where you can get through a full day. And yes, I said full day of life without despair, exhaustion, and constant irritation. If that's what you need, I'm here for it. And I'm really good at it. I mean, really, really good but if you need something else, go get that instead. It's better for both of us and it's better for the perfect person that's meant to help you. Coaches, therapists, guides, whatever you call yourself out there. Let's normalize giving people the opportunity to work with exactly what they need. Let's normalize centering the needs of the people that reach out for our help. Let's normalize staying in our integrity and being honest about where our particular brand of genius is the most helpful. Let's release the need to help everyone all the time and realize that we are not the only helpers. There are so many helpers out there and each person deserves to find the humans that are perfect for their individual journeys Don't stand in the way of those relationships getting created out of fear or a misguided idea that you should help everyone that crosses your path. Cook the dish you have the ingredients for, serve the people that you are designed for, delight them with your work, and then go home with your integrity intact. That's all for this week. Talk to you soon.